Hello everybody, welcome to a short and sweet episode of Are You Not Entertained? Today's subject is going to be a run-through uh, review of Sound of Metal, which came out in 2019. Um, uh, this is like the TIFF, or the Toronto International Film Festival, but to the world as we know it, in 2020, November 20, November 20, 2020. The languages in the film, we have two languages, and that is something for us we have to say. The American Sign Language, as well as um, English. And so, it's uh, distributed and made by Amazon Studios, it's Amazon Prime available there. Um, directed by Darius Marder. Uh, it's starring Riz Ahmed, Olivia Cook, Paul Rauchi, um, as well as there's Lauren Rudolph, but she doesn't speak as much, and Matthew um, Amalric as um, Richard Berger, the one of the characters. So when you go through the characters, actually, for example, and when they go through like um, the budget. I don't think this movie had that much that big of a budget to be honest with you guys um yeah it's very very limited budget and I don't let me just get um, budget for sound of metal it must have been pretty small like to be honest like a yeah so as low seven figures okay I mean I think I think that's I think that's fine um it seemed it seems fine to be honest with you guys uh did really well internationally it, it definitely did really really well massively I, I don't have a doubt about that whatsoever so okay so the plot is basically about a um a metal drummer uh a rock group or a duo drummer uh it's alongside with his girlfriend lou the main character's name is ruben um their living situation isn't the best since they live in an rv and you know cramped living space and all that stuff um so they drive so, i mean they're not on tour but like they they drive around and perform at different locations so he starts to lose his hearing and it's a story about how he is able to cope with that. Now, this I think I think this movie was phenomenal. To be honest with you guys, um, it was nominated for six, six nominations at the Oscars. So, best picture, best original screenplay, best actor, best supporting actor. Best sound and best film editing, and it won best sound and best film editing. I think best actor supporting actor was never gonna be given to them. I think think they're great, but then when we compare them to the best actors, um, of that year in the in the best picture as well, we're gonna we have to give it credit for that one too. Um, yeah, cause like it, it was the father, Nomadland, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari. Promising Young Woman, Silent Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7, and there was no way that 
Sam was, was gonna win when you have like um, the father really really close up there you listen to Black Messiah could have Mank and Nomadland but I haven't seen Nomadland yet I'll definitely have to see that soon anyway so best actor uh, Anthony Hopkins um, uh, he he was in the father as the character of Anthony it's also Sharag Bozeman Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Gary Oldman Mank and movie Mank, uh, Stephen Yeun and movie Minari, the best supporting actor of course Daniel Kaluuya won it, for Judas and the Black Messiah, Sasha Baron Cohen was actually there for the trial of, of the Chicago Seven, Leslie Autumn Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Rauchi is for Sound of Metal, Lucas Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. It's interesting how these two were in it as well. Yeah, so it, it actually did win best sound thing best. The best time and best film editing, which deserved it a thousand percent. I'm not gonna say anything negative because there isn't much to say about it other than the the, the writing could have been improved a bit. I think the writing was good, enjoyable. The character work was phenomenal. The use of sound was simply impeccable because like they made sure that it was done correctly and done properly. They also uh, have a high respect for um for the ASL community, the American Sign Language community, because they actually had the main actor Reza Ahmed uh, practicing for it and training, um learning the language and it's great to see that they actually focused on that part. And that's just that that's something really really good to see to be honest. Um then it did really well. It's one thing to, yeah but so one the best editing in the BAFTA as well as the best sound in the, for the BAFTAs um and yeah the Critics Choice Movie Awards they won best editing um and yeah the Directors Guild of America assigned directing the Rice Martyr won it um I think it was fantastic otherwise Golden Globes they had a best actor who was nominated but did not win. So okay, so I'm gonna go now through um character by character and say like how much I like them, their moments without spoiling too much or spoiling anything at all. So Rizahmed, I'll give him definitely a ten out of ten. I think he was he was the best part um of the movie alongside Joe actually. I think Joe was phenomenal for someone to lift him out of that depravity that he was living in. Um um, his character motivations do make sense because when you know his background and his um, his story for a character, then it makes a whole lot of sense to be honest with you guys. Um, other than that, there's also the fact that um, I don't know. It's it's really hard to say, cause he really is invested in that kind of lifestyle, like. Like the costume made sense for him, and it was really nice seeing him excel after the complete shit show that was the Venom movie. Don't you ever talk to me about that movie ever again and tell me that movie was good because that movie was god no, that, that movie was, was horrific. So, um, other than that, we we do have to bring up though a couple of facts. We have to bring up the fact that, um, the movie was expertly 
when I say expertly, I mean expertly. Like, it showed just how being deaf is much more of a mental handicap than it is a physical handicap. And it's something you have to reroute your brain to thinking that you actually have the power. That's the best part. Um, I'll say Olivia Cook as Lou Berger. She's she's fine. Um, I understand some of her motivations, but some of the character choices doesn't make much sense. Like if you genuinely love this person, why are you gonna push him away? And like it's it's like the the least you can do is check up on him, like call him to make sure he's doing well, and because. The person who you love is deaf. You you can't change that anymore. So there has to be some kind of thinking. Like I still okay. Like how can I fix this? Like how can I communicate with him? I want to make sure he's safe and he's happy and he's good. There wasn't much of that. I'll give her an eight out of ten. I think actually eight point five. She has some good moments in there, but for the most part, I just I was like really, this did not seem that good. Paul Rauschi as Joe, so Paul Rauschi definitely, definitely is one of the best parts of this movie. He was phenomenal as Joe. Um, he's broken hearted at times, and he's he's very emotional and loves his job, uh, the, the character. Maybe after, I don't know. Um, and it's enjoyable to see him, like the fact that he cares so much about this and 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 you can see it online. Like he loves this stuff. He loves this thing. In this movie, you you can see night clearly. Like the only two actors who actually cared that much was Riz Ahmed, Riz Ahmed, and Parachi. There was also Mathieu uh, uh, Amalric. He was nice. Um, I won't say there is a antagonist, but there's more of a situational antagonism. It's like the like the situation itself is a bad situation and how they escape out of it is exactly like like the solution. So Matthew Abanik, I think he was fine. Um no complaints about him. I think he limited screen time was really good for him. He showed why he was good and like his importance to the story and bringing it all around it was fantastic. So I'll give it a I'll give this movie a nine point five out of ten. That was fantastic, phenomenal movie. Cinematography was great. Sound was distorted at times, and it was fantastic because it was distorted at times. The plot was common sense. I mean, there isn't much to say negative about the plot. Writing was good, could have been better. Characters were phenomenally well executed, except for Olivia Cook, because she's the only one that speaks mostly. And also, I do enjoy the fact that when you, when you're a deaf person, and you, actually when you when you find out you're deaf your head doesn't know how to wrap that thing around like like you're panicking you don't understand and you're so frustrated and flabbergasted you don't know what to do you don't you don't know what to do anymore you don't know what to say you can't say anything you can't hear anything you it's it's so much panic and i think it was expertly done by um the actor i think bazaar did a fantastic job of showing the the sheer fear that this guy had is like, what, what's going on? Like, he doesn't understand. And all he wants to do is just understand the situation. Okay, so that's been it for today's episode. Um, don't want to take too much time, you guys. Anyway, tomorrow or next episode, I'll be talking about 
um, AJ Tracy's album, uh, which is Flu Game. And then after that, we'll be doing another movie kind of thing or some old school gems. All right. Well, that's been it for me. Hope you guys are doing fantastic. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.